Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Haunting Hour podcast. I'm excited to be back with all of you again. Uh, For those of you that aren't aware, um, I had a flood at the end of August that took out, oh, a lot of my home. And so for a while, I had to regroup and get some new recording equipment, uh, find a new place to live, and just, oh, man. A time that we have had but we're back and I was able to actually get some recording equipment finally um, not where I was before but you know what we're here we're excited and we're starting the haunting hour podcast again so without further ado welcome and to kick off the season we're starting in October which is my favorite month of the year and building up to October. I find it really hard not to start decorating like the first week of September because everybody else uh, is going, come on, um, do we really need to start putting up spooky decor in the first week of September? But I mean, it's only a month and just like Christmas, I I get so excited and I get the writing bug this time of year. Um, this is when I write the most and if you haven't noticed on my website, I've been trying to change it up a little bit to where you can have easier access to all of my works, my writing collections, as well as info over my podcasts. I went through a long period of depression for about a year and unfortunately, I just had a lot going on and it was one of those things that I knew I was putting off what essentially made me happy and you think it'd be the opposite to try to you know pick back up into something that I knew really brought me joy but the problem with all of that is trying to get your mind um, in a place mentally where you've convinced yourself otherwise is hard to explain to people that don't suffer from chronic depression. So once I started getting over that and slowly walking myself through this mentally, I started to get really excited to come back to it. And it's a great feeling and I'm so happy that I'm able to start doing this again because it's really affecting me and I kept getting all this anxiety over no one's going to come back to the show. I've been gone too long. And then I started realizing, you know what? This is something that you enjoy and let's keep doing it. So without further ado, we're going to begin this season of The Haunting Hour. So I wanted to kick off this season right. And what better way to kick this spooky holiday season off with a true tale of terror that I have experienced some years ago. And have you ever had an experience where you're not sure what really happened, if it could be explained away, or if it's just going to remain 
a mystery. Well, friends, I have, and today I'm going to share that with all of you. We had just moved into a new home, and I would have been somewhere around the age of 9 or 10 when this occurred. I don't know if any of you remember these. They used to have these lights that you could touch, and as you touched three times, it would change the brightness of the lamp. Now, I'd never had any issues before this one incident. Uh, most of the time, I would leave it on its lowest setting, and eventually they turned themselves off. So, there was this one night that I remember doing what I always do, and I turned the light to its lowest setting. I rolled over, and I fell asleep. I remember waking up a few hours later and of course the light was off so I thought I'm gonna turn it back on because for some reason I just had this feeling you know and when you're a kid you get spooked of the dark most children I have met a few oddly enough that'll just fall right asleep even when it's pitch black but me apparently I wasn't that brave at that age so I rolled over, I had turned the light back on, and then as I turn over to go back to sleep, the light shuts off. And I was like, hmm, that's strange. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna turn the light back on and maybe change it to medium. And so I hit it and then hit it again to set it to the next dimness and it goes down to the lowest setting and then shuts off and I was like oh crap okay maybe it's going bad so I had this glow worm uh, I don't know if you remember those either they were these toys that you could hug and they would light up and I remember squeezing that and then walking over and turning on my nightlight. And I also had a small computer desk. So what I did was I went over to my desk and I flipped that light on. And this light was actually one of those um, toggle switches. So I pressed that and that came on and I was like, okay, I don't know what's going on with this, but it's probably just my lamp is going bad. And so I lay back in bed. I'd probably been up for about 30 minutes or so, just kind of spooked and psyched out. And I was like, okay, everything seems fine. I'm gonna walk over and open my door just in case. And I was actually in this house. It was one of those small style homes where you would walk in through the front door and to your left, there was a long hallway uh, the first room was my brother's room, and then my room was after his, kind of on the corner of the house. And then you'd walk down a small hallway to my parents' room, and just before you hit my parents' room, there was me and my brother's bathroom. So I'm telling you this bit for a reason, because it's kind of important in a minute. 
So as I open the door, I notice that the bathroom light is on. Um, and at that point, you know, nature calls. So I went to the restroom, I come back out, and the lights are off in my room. And I was like, are, is the power off? Like, what's going on? But then I look over in my brother's room and his nightlight's on and I know we shared a wall plug. So I was like, wow, what is going on? And so I'm wondering if <laughs> at this point, all of my lamps are going bad, but my nightlight was one of those ones that actually had that hard clicking uh, toggle switch on it to turn it on and off. And when I bent down, it had been flipped. And so I'm really starting to freak out at this point. But being nine or 10 years old, your brain kind of goes to a weird place where it's like, I don't want to wake my parents. And at this point, I'm just like, turn it on, just turn it on. And so I turn it on and I walk over to my desk lamp and I hit the toggle and guess what? It comes on. Now, me and my brother have a long history of pranking each other when we were kids, but most of the time it wasn't anything malicious, you know? So I walk over to my brother's room and I peek in and I'm thinking, okay, he's definitely pranking me. Um, the light by the bed could be explained because I'm sure those lights had issues with, you know, shutting themselves off or whatnot. But as far as that goes, I was like, no way. My brother is definitely pranking me. And so I look in there. He is heavy breathing. You know, that heavy breathe that people do when they've been asleep for a while. And I was like, he's faking. So I call out to him and nothing like he is dead out. And I was like, okay, you know, maybe he pranked me while I was in there and you know, now he's asleep again. Cause you know, kids can fall asleep. I'm so envious of it. Kids can fall asleep at like the drop of a hat. So I went back to my room and you know, all the lights were still on. And so I thought, yeah, explained. He got up, he turned my lights off and he went back to bed. And I went ahead and laid back down, but I was pretty spooked at this point because, you know, whether it were my brother or not, it was still dark and I wasn't entirely sure that's what was going on. So as I'm laying there and staring at the ceiling, there's a click and my nightlight had gone out. And I'm looking over there. My brother is nowhere to be found. There wasn't some blur that went around the corner and there's no way he could have run out of the room that quickly. So at this point, I'm really freaked out. My desk light 
never went out after that, but my nightlight did. And it wasn't just that it went out like a bulb was loose or something like that. It was turned off, a click, a loud click, and no one else had been there. So I don't know what to do at this point, and there's no way I'm going back to sleep for obvious reasons. Uh, so I kind of huddle there with my stuffed animals, and I'm staring out, and the hall is pitch black. Uh, we didn't have lights or anything down the hall, and my brother's space isn't su it wasn't close enough to where there was enough light to see the whole hallway. And um, as I'm sitting there, the bathroom light comes on. And even though my parents had their own bathroom in their room, occasionally my mom would get up and use the restroom. And usually that would happen if my stepdad had to work, you know, another shift. So she would get up, because he worked a night shift. So she would get up and kind of check on the both of us and then, you know, use the bathroom and go back to bed. So that's what I assumed was going on and the light stayed on which was abnormal because my mom was a stickler for shutting lights off to save on electricity so after a while I get up and I walk over and the light's still on so I switch the light off I come back to bed and what was also strange was I noticed that she hadn't come in to check on me and I was actually kind of looking forward to that at that point even with all our differences and a lot of controversial things that happened between me and my mother um, she did have that instinct of checking on us to make sure that we were good so I notice She's not there, and the bedroom door is closed. And I'm like, what the heck? And so, I sh you know, after I shut the light off, and I'm back in my room again, and I just slip into the covers, the light comes back on again in the hallway in the bathroom. And I'm sitting there like, what do I do? And I hear this noise, you know, like, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of a, a whispery, soft, like they weren't words. It was like this syllable that sounded like English, but your brain just doesn't register what it is. And as I'm sitting there listening to it, the light shuts off and it shuts back on again. And suddenly I hear what sounds like my mom calling me, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe she's getting irritated because this light's shutting on and off and I can see that too. So I get up and I walk over to my parents' room and I open the door. Uh, as I do that, 
the light behind me had shut back, you know, turned back on at that point. And I was like, you know, what is it? And my mom was asleep. And I was like, you know, mom, did you call me? And she rolls over and looks at me. And I guess at this point, my mom was by herself. So I guess my stepdad had been working another shift that night. And he wasn't in the restroom, so I knew he wasn't there. And she was like, what? No, go back to bed. Yeah, irritated because this is something like two in the morning and I had school and she had work and you know, all of that. So I was like, what is going on? So I'm like, are you turning the light on in the bathroom? And she was like, no, I haven't been up. Just, you know, go back to bed. And so, you know, I shut the door and I walked back and I shut the light off again. And as I walk from the bathroom, I see kind of a movement to my left down the hallway. And as you go down the hallway, I guess the hallway would have been something like 12 feet maybe our kitchen was right to the left so it looked like something had run across there we didn't have a pet at that point and I wasn't about to walk out there no thank you I don't think so so I I just kind of eased back into my room like nope and I shut the door and make sure all the lights are turned on and I do what any nine-year-old would have done at the time. I get back in bed and I just kind of sit up. At this point, I had my glass of water and a book and I was just like, you know what? I'm staying up because whatever this is, is gonna get me. After about, I guess it'd been a little over an hour, I hear this kind of rattling noise and I look over and something's messing with my bedroom door, like obviously messing with it. And I don't move, I don't get out of bed, I just sit there. This kind of went on for not long, maybe like 30 seconds, maybe at most a minute, and then it just kind of stops. The glow from the bathroom light comes on. And I'm kind of angry and scared at the same time at this point because I just want it to stop. And so I just call out and I'm like, stop. And I don't hear it again. But what I do hear is my door opening and my very upset mother is walking into the room. And she's like, you need to go to bed before I beat the crap out of you. And it was said in not such nice words as that, but you get the gist. She leaves the door open and she walks over and checks on my brother and, you know, goes back to bed. And I'm kind of going, oh shit, she left the door open. Of course, I didn't say shit, I was nine, but whatever. So at this point, I'm scared out of my mind, but I still have all my lights on. 
thankful actually that my mom didn't turn any of the lights off uh, like she normally would have and just told me to stop being a baby. But I think she just had the sense of if I leave these lights on, she'll probably go back to sleep. As I finally start thinking it's safe to go to sleep and I can feel my body just relaxing, thinking maybe it's just my imagination. And I lay down, pull the blankets up to my chin, and that's when I see something walk down the hall. And it looks like my mother, you know, in her nightgown, walking down the hall. You know, our family has a history of sleepwalking. Um, both me and my brother had it for many years. Uh, my mom had it for a while. And we never had anything extreme like walking outside or you know, eating food out of the fridge, anything like that. But if you are someone in the house and you saw it, it definitely was creepy. I was more confused than anything else because it was dark and I could make out a silhouette, but it didn't exactly look like her. It was her in my mind. And so I'm curious and I get up and I softly kind of walk over to my bedroom door and that's when I notice there is someone standing at the end of the hall. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe she got back up and she heard or saw something that I heard and she's there looking. And so I call out to her, the person, as I'll call it, at the end of the hall, turns around and has no face. I'm not talking about those things you see in the movies, where like maybe it's dark or shadowy or something like that. This thing, whatever it was, had this sort of dull, fleshy looking, I don't know how to do it, smooth. And trying to think back on exactly what it looks like all those years ago, your mind can kind of play tricks on you over the years, but I can tell you I would never forget that this face was the most bizarre, disturbing thing I've ever seen. Like imagine taking clay, um, like you would in pottery, and you're getting to a point where you're smoothing it and you have this like excess smooth, goopy kind of stuff on the outside. And it's like this thing's face was made of that. And I can remember it so clearly that to this day, and even right now, even right now I can see it, I have goosebumps. I still don't know if it was my imagination or if it actually happened. And so today I share with you friends my own experience with this and I've had a few others that maybe could be explained away a little easier, but this one has always terrified me and something that I'm still not sure that it happened or I was dreaming, 
but I can say that it has stuck with me my entire life. So if this was a dream, it was the most vivid, crazy dream I've ever experienced. What about you guys? I'm curious to find out if all of you have your own stories to tell. Something similar to this that's happened to you that's just beyond bizarre, that's spooky, and you're convinced. And maybe even someone that was with you at the time. So I would love to hear from all of you and, uh, you know, comment, share, just post your own stories for me to read and uh, just share with all of us as I post this for you. Uh, I'm going to do it on Twitter and probably my own website and feel free to comment on any of those because I would love to hear your own thoughts and experiences. So there will be more of the Haunting Hour podcast. I'm probably going to try to release this once a week. Um, unlike before where the season gets busy, we're starting to slow down at uh, my business and I think I should be able to have time to release it at least once a week for all of you. So thank you for joining me and I can't wait to release our next episode of The Haunting Hour. So this is Gray signing off and wishing you a happy Wednesday. And as you curl up into your beds tonight, I hope that this story doesn't come into your mind and you're unable to close your eyes and imagine all of this for yourself. Take care, have a wonderful day, and stay creepy, my friends. <laughs> <laughs>